Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend, no, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button or the notify bell next to it. I should say and the notify bell next to it. And then you probably had to dig into the guts of YouTube to make sure that you are, in fact, getting all your daily Going In Raw notifications. If you're not whatever anyways we're also available on the patreon at patreon.com forward slash steven larson it says it right there and uh we've got a wealth of reward tiers you can help contribute to going in raw it actually really really helps the show yeah uh we have a variety of reward tiers twenty dollars gets you the friendo care package it's a comic book some stickers and uh a poster it's double-sided, so you got to choose between... Oh, that's an easy choice, man. ...character, yeah, Mecha Santa, no, and a postcard, all signed by Steve and well, Larson. We don't sign the poster or the stickers. <laughs> no, no. The postcard we do... And the comic and book the we comic do. the comic book we do, the rest, you're right, we don't... It's not all signed by yeah, us. Yeah, I want to make sure I put that disclaimer in there because it's very important. They, we might get a, some sort of legal notice saying well, we just false need, advertising. Or at least uh, some, some messages from disappointed fans. Why didn't you sign Everything this? was signed. Why didn't you sign everything? I don't know, man. Anyways, it's just Steve running at the mouth. I say all sorts of stuff. Um, anyways, we're also at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash going oh, on. this shirt's there. I got to get some new shirts up there, man. Same here. So anyways, um, uh, Money in the Bank, uh, generally one of the more interesting pay-per-views throughout the years, <clears> especially, you know, last couple of years. Yeah, generally it has some pretty significant bearing on storylines going forward sure, for the next sure. year. Yeah. Um, whether the show itself is of quality is hit or miss. But this year, overall, pretty enjoyable show. I don't remember. Oh, last year had the first women's Money in the Bank, and, that, and Ellsworth won it, and it was weird. 
And then Baron Corbin won it. Yeah. That was even weirder. Didn't uh, Mike and Maria Canellis make their debuts at Money in the Bank last that year, That sounds right. That sounds right. And then they disappeared. That was weird. Um, this year, it, this might have been... The the this might have been so far the best WWE pay per view. So like main roster pay per view. Yeah, yeah, not including takeovers of the year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because it, it like was it. a fun show. It was there a was fun a show. Fun there wasn't really on. a bad match on the whole card. No, I mean I guess probably the low point was Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley, but probably and it wasn't bad per se. It just wasn't much going on with it. Well, we already had such a bad taste in our mouth from their feud in general. I think expectations were, I mean, we both look, we both acknowledge Sami Zayn is a, a really, really good wrestler. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, I think, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I am not terribly familiar with how good or bad of a wrestler Bobby, he, I mean, he's he's got the fundamentals. Yeah. You know, but I don't think storytelling wise, he's like, you know, next level guy. Um, but yeah, their match was kind of a clunker. It kind of was just whatever. It's mm-hmm. obvious they said, you know, go out there for was it nine minutes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they gave it twelve. I don't know. And oh, you I don't know, think it was near that long. I don't think it was. It didn't feel that long. Uh, and then you know, do whatever. I hope that feud is over. Yeah, same here. But you know, that's kind of like one of the only real negatives. I mean, you know, Jinder Roman was what exactly. What we figured it'd be, but even that, because of Jinder and Sunil, had some fun moments. Uh, the uh, lashley Zane match, according to Wikipedia here, of course, these aren't final times, was six minutes and 35 seconds. Wow, so I was right in the first place, and I said um, seven minutes. Yeah. Wow. The shortest match on okay. the card. Save That's for good. One. Save I, for one, which we'll get to later. They know that that was, that was a pile of, of garbage. Yeah. But we got, we got a... Uh, 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 in show win and cash in, yeah, in the um, women's division, a, a stellar women's money in the bank ladder match. Oh, that was so much fun, and a fantastically fun men's money in the bank match. Mm-hmm. And uh, the best match that uh, AJ and Shinsuke have had in WWE this far, have had yeah. in WWE this far, yeah, yeah. And that had some really, really great spots. Um, even the Daniel Bryan uh, cast match was a significant improvement over their. Uh, it was much better. Backlash about they gave it twice. It was twice much the better. amount of time. Yeah, it was. But let's start with the pre-show. We didn't get to watch a lot of this because we were setting up. Mm-hmm. But we, I did see the finish. Uh, the club versus Bludgeon Brothers. The yes. club was uh, setting up for the Magic Killer. It was broken up. Instead, Bludgeon Brothers hit their finisher, that full Nelson powerbomb type deal. Bludgeon Brothers retained. We saw this coming a mile away. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Quick programming note also. Takeover review. We're going to do it. Uh, he hasn't seen the rest of the matches yet. I so got, I got two more. We're going to record that on tomorrow. Monday. Tomorrow. Well, when you're probably watching this, maybe. And then uh, and it'll go up first thing Tuesday morning. First thing Tuesday, yeah. yeah for us. So far, it's been a very enjoyable show. Takeover. Um, oh, it's fantastic. It's great. Uh, so, yeah, Bludgeon Brothers won. Not a surprise. Not a surprise Not at least. Not a surprise least. at all. Uh, next up, we had also kind of surprising they didn't add um, Matt Hardy, the deleter of worlds. I wonder if they're saving that for a, a raw for maybe I don't know a compound. I, I would hope so. I, I'm not getting my hopes up on that. I'll believe it when I see it. But yeah, that'd be fantastic. That would be uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Like you said, uh, this was a step, but big step up. Oh, a massive step up. from uh, their last match. I think mainly uh mainly from the viewpoint of Cass. Yeah. He took some he took some really cool moves. He was his storytelling was a bit better. Yeah, he, the it one thing flowed better. The one thing I He was doing more. He was he said on Twitter that he was training with Drew Gulak to learn some submission moves. Oh, that's interesting. But I didn't really see any submission wrestling from him. Yeah, no. No. I guess that was just talk. Yeah. Maybe some trying to play some mind games with Daniel Bryan. friends with Drew Gulak. Oh, maybe. That's why I don't he know. threw his name out there. Could be. I like that, over. though. Drew Gulak, once 205 Live gets canceled. Or maybe they're setting up a him Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak submission match. Oh, that'd be fun. 
That'd be fun. I think that'd be great. Uh, there was uh, some cool bits here. Daniel Bryan hit a top rope crossbody to Cass on the outside. That was surprising because I figured Cass's knees would buckle. Well, then also you got to worry about Daniel Bryan's head. Um, yeah, there's that too. That if, too. If, if Cass's knees buckle, then his head could be compromised. Yeah, speaking of Daniel Bryan's head, uh, Cass hit a second rope uh, fallaway slam. That's a long way to fall. Again? Potentially bump the back of your head in the mat. Again, Cass doing that. That was cool. And Daniel Bryan, he went... Just took all body, no head. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Tucked the chin. <laughs> it's just, it's it's just, it's it's a nightmare. Not a nightmare. It's just an anxiety. It is. I you attack know, every but time. But you got to remember that Daniel Bryant's a pro. Accidents uh, happen. I understand. Oh, for sure. He knows yeah. what he's doing in there. Uh, speaking of which, Daniel Bryant kicked out of a a boot from Cass right to the head. It is kind of interesting though. How I mean, because remember how careless it was, how careless it came off. The when he got concussed, you know, way back with the League of Nations thing. Like, it does feel like we're watching it so closely and they're being very careful. Oh, with yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I know accidents that. can happen and stuff, but yeah, um, you have to appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Um, in the end, though, uh, Daniel Bryan hits a knee plus, follows it up with a heel hook. Yeah. Cass kind of tries to reach for the rope a little bit and then just taps out. Yeah. He might have could have milked that moment a little bit. Yeah, but. I think so. I think so. But otherwise... Much, much, much improved performance from Cass. I, I do pretty wonder, fun though, match. I, I do wonder, though, if that conversation, even on a small degree, was held, how long do I hold out? Oh, yeah, maybe. And if they say not long because we have, you know, we, we're... We're really putting over the heel hook. We're, yeah, we're really in Daniel Bryan and Big Cass ever since he beat up the little guy. He's like, by the book. Whatever yeah. you say. Yeah. Whatever you yeah. say. But I agree. I think they should have. I think it would have helped Cass a little bit to hold out a little bit more. Especially if this is their final confrontation. Which I hope it is. God, yeah, I, same it is. Here. I, I really feel like Daniel Bryan needs to move on. To who do you things. want to see Daniel? I mean, I know Extreme Rules is next, but the next big one is SummerSlam. That feels like it's around the corner. Yeah. Who do you want to see Daniel Bryan against? Miz. At SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. Oh, hold off till Survivor Series Mania? No. Something like that? SummerSlam. Okay. I don't know. Be good. I want to see Joe. Yeah, I want to see that too at some point. Daniel Bryan versus Miz for the title of Mania. That's what I want to see. Oh, that'd be good. Give me Joe versus. Daniel I want to see Bryan. AJ versus Daniel Bryan for the title of Mania. <sighs> what did I say in my AJ predictions? AJ versus, or what about Daniel Bryan versus Nakamura? Yeah, that's all good stuff. Ooh, it's all good. There's so many great combinations. What I said in the beginning of the year is AJ's going to have that title for most of the year, and so far, man, oh man, man, no kidding. New Day promo. Um, they were backstage uh, acting like they were about to reveal which New Day member was going to be in the match. You have to appreciate they literally saved it to the la- very last moment. Oh, I know. You know the I like they did that. That was good. Um, they were interrupted by Kevin Owens. He is bearing gifts. A giant, giant. It was a hefty bag of supply pancakes. Supply of pancakes. He dumped out the table in front of New Day, and he wasn't done. They were very happy about he that. He followed that up with two uh, bottles of, as he put it, Canada's, Canada's, Canada's. I was about to say Canadian. Canadian lands. Uh, Canada's finest maple syrup. Yeah. And of course, this made the New Day very happy because they love pancakes well, and they love syrup. Well, first they were very wary of him coming in. They said, Sucka, what are you doing in here? And then he says, I, I come bearing gifts. Kevin Owens all about the, the, the peace offering these days. The well, olive it's, branch. It's all the benefit himself. There's a moth flying in here. Um, a friend. Because uh, he, uh, he's trying to uh, form an, a, a, an alliance to take Braun Strowman out of the Money in the Bank That really match. didn't happen. <laughs> that really didn't happen. I mean, a little bit in the beginning. Um and and so you know the new day were receptive. They said we'll have a talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Kevin Owens made some comment about not liking pancakes. Yeah, not really liking breakfast food, save for toast. He said toast is all right. He said I even tried your cereal; it was terrible. 
And that they it, were very upset. No about more that. conversations after that. Yeah. There'll be no more conversations held. Uh, Big E got in his face. Big E's always on the verge of laughing. Yeah. And it's the best thing ever. It's yeah. the best. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that just descended into madness. Uh, next up, we had Elias versus Seth Rollins. No, you forgot a match. Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, no, I wanted to forget that. Thanks for reminding me. Lashley got the win after three stalling suplexes. Well, the finish suplexes. was weird because he did one stalling suplex and he picked Zayn up into like a backbreaker thing, mm-hmm. dropped him, another stalling suplex, another backbreaker thing, and then a third stalling suplex. Yeah. And they're really pushing the vertigo thing because they said the first time, you know, that, or Sammy, Sammy said Zane that, first time he got dealt the stalling suplex, he got vertigo. Yeah. But it was a weird finish. Like, if just hold him up there for a while, drop him, do it like three times. But why was the backbreakers in between the... Stalling suplexes. I was also confused. I don't care. I was I was confused. The crowd started chanting Lashley, Bobby sisters, or Lashley sisters, and I'm like, why would you bring that up? Don't act like that's gonna that's gonna be a thing. Like it was a high wants. point. Yeah, I know. So no, less said about this, the better. Just part ways. You know, it's a it's a it's a bummer too because like man, I, they're both talented guys. They're both really talented guys. And and I'm just, it's just not good. I don't like this. Yeah, I know. You know? So, I don't know. That's a bummer. It's just a bummer. It could have been something good. Well, I mean, if, you know, if we go that. back to Alexa Bliss and Bailey, you know, in the, mm-hmm. the, the awful, awful This Is Your Life segment. Yeah. I mean, both Alexa and Bailey are really talented. Alexa is great on the mic. Mm-hmm. She couldn't salvage that nope. train wreck. Nope. Um, and their matches, based on how they were booked, just couldn't overcome how awful the creative was. Yeah. Um, and this is reminiscent of that. And hopefully they learn from that Bailey Alexa Bliss program to stop it. Just, just move stop. on. Just stop. Just Whereas stop. that one, the stop. Bliss Bailey program, they kept on doing it at the spot with the kendo stick and how Bailey couldn't use it and stuff like that. Yeah. They kept on doing it. WWE's not great just about stop. just moving on. Yeah, just move on. Speaking of moving on, let's move on. Elias versus Seth Rollins. This is probably the best Elias match we've seen. Yeah, especially the second half was really good. Yeah, um, this was really... This was... I'll put it this way. This was a really good Seth Rollins Raw match, and this was a proper Elias pay-per-view match. Yeah. Because this was really, really good. Yeah. Um, and it was it had a really interesting finish as well, but it kicked off with Elias, of course, uh, doing a song for the good people well, actually, of Chicago. he didn't do the song. Chicago. He dropped the promo. And then he was about to perform. He did a little guitar solo to kick things off. But right as he was about to start singing his song, he says, no, I'm not going to do that to do this tonight. Right. And usually when he does that, the crowd will boo, and then he'll tease, and then he'll end up doing it, mm-hmm. saying, oh, my voice sounds really good, so I'm going to sing the song. But not tonight. He didn't yeah. do it. He said, you don't deserve it. Um, House lights come up. Yeah, Seth kind of Rollins an awkward finish out. to that promo. Yeah, it was. You know? He said, no, you're not, we're not going to do it. I wonder if they were running short on time not already they or went something. Over, they went over the four-hour mark. Yeah. What's another minute and a half? Minute and a half. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, uh, the, 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 they, they let this match breathe quite a bit at the beginning, um, but it really started uh, uh, moving when uh, Seth was jumped off the top rope. Elias evaded. Seth landed on his feet, and kayfabe tweaked his knee. Yeah, from I'm that not point a fan on, of those spots. Yeah, I know. At least, at least in this match, you know, like uh, contrast this with uh, Charlotte and Carmella, where Charlotte jumped off the top rope, tweaked her knee within a matter of like thirty seconds, she was getting pinned. Yeah, this happened about the midpoint of the match. Yeah, and was very much involved in the story for the second half of the mm-hmm. match, where Elias was working over the, li- the 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 leg of Seth, 
compounding the, the, the kayfabe neck injury that Seth suffered thanks to a guitar shot to the back of his head Yeah, by the hands of Elias. So uh, there's this great sequence where Seth, you know, bangs on his knee a little bit, gets some feeling back in it, go, uh, tries for a suicide dive. Elias sidesteps and in the process throws Seth into the barricade. And for about 30 seconds, he annihilated Seth Rollins, threw him in the ring post, beat the heck out of him around the, uh, the outside, threw him back of the ring trying to pin him. Seth kicks out. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was really a, good a vicious side of Elias that we don't get to see enough. Um, he needs he needs like a legit win at some point though. But I I do I like I I mean I can appreciate this. It makes Elias look better when Seth has to cheat to win. It makes him look better. Yeah, Seth was never gonna lose. Like this was this was a lock. Like this was a super lock. You and I both had a lot of confidence points like on this. Eight or something like that. Yeah. Um, because right now the Intercontinental Champion until SummerSlam. The Intercontinental Championship is the top title on the top show in the WWE. And so they're not going to put that on Elias. He's not. I mean, is he ready for it? I don't know. But, you know, he's he doesn't have the cachet yet for that. Yeah, especially to carry the entire brand. But um, I think this went a long way. And I think, you know, I, I guess I'd be fine seeing a Rollins versus Elias Extreme Rules match at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. If that's where this is going to go. Yeah. It feels like it is. Um because yeah, like yeah, Seth had the had the tights rolled up, so um, that's going to be a story, and and I like that. That's good, um, because Seth, you know, being a good guy and everything, you're not supposed to cheat. So no, <laughs> so he'll come out tomorrow night and uh, have to answer for that. Yep, and then have another match. Uh, after that good was a fantastic. Oh man, women's Money in the Bank match. This really should have been. I mean, look, here's the thing. Money in the Bank is the, is the pay per view where you can have. All these moments of intrigue that sort of build on each other. And when I say all these, I mean two moments. You get a money in the bank win, and then you get your cash in. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. Like, we saw it a couple of years ago when Dean Ambrose did it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. We've seen it happen before. It's it's great. Um, and I feel like that's, that's prime money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And so it is surprising that they didn't do that last year with the I women's know. money I in know. the bank. Instead, they went the exact opposite direction with Ellsworth. Um, this year, they got it exactly right. I don't know exactly. I forget exactly who the competitor. I mean, I know Carmella won last year. So yeah, she was yeah. one of the competitors Becky last year. Becky was in it. But, you know, you've, you've got an upgrade with, uh, Na- uh, well, I'm sorry, with uh, with Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. who opened, stellar, stellar performance. Opened in her first. it up with some just fantastic stuff. Um, you've got more story here with Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, it probably just helps that we're past just, oh, this is the first historic one. Now we now we actually get to build it with proper stories yeah. as opposed to just the story being oh who's going to be the first one yeah um, so that well, probably it was, helps it was partially that and I feel like this year they really said go out there and show them what you could do yeah there's probably that too because especially to kick things off there was just a lot of a lot of nasty bumps yeah you know like body slams onto uh, ladders and I feel a bunch like of ladder I can't spots. rely on Windface anymore after Alexa Bliss came out with the most poker face I've seen on somebody who was about to win money in the bank. She looked like she was checked out completely. Mm-hmm. Alexa bliss is really good at that. She is. Uh, last year's lineup for money in the bank. Carmella who obviously won. Thanks to James Ellsworth. Uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Natalia, and Tamina. So half of that field was in this match. Well, Tamina is not great. No, Natalia is good. Charlotte's yeah. It, okay. Becky's so great. I'll put it this way, man. It really benefited from 
double the you know or eight people as opposed yeah, to, to six to six yeah i think it really helped go back to the list so you add sasha you add you, you remove carmella and tamina yeah, last year was just it was just smackdown so that helps also you get the cream of the crop from both mm-hmm, promotions mm-hmm. or from both uh rosters Brands, yeah yeah, because you add yeah, you add Sasha, you add Ember Moon. Those are huge upgrades. You add Alexa Bliss. You add Alexa Bliss. She's good. Naomi's only gotten better. Naomi's yeah. Naomi's turning into a decent. She's becoming a good little wrestler, isn't mm-hmm, she? Mm-hmm. She can do some spots and mm-hmm, some moves, and mm-hmm. she's really comfortable. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And then Lana had a really good showing and too. Lana was it's good. Like the leaps and in, in, yeah. in bounds she's made in her in ring ability over the last month, it just seems like, is incredible. You did notice, and I want to go back. I do actually want to go back and watch it. That during the the promo package they ran before the match, um, the one thing that Lana said was completely bereft of accent. Oh yeah, she's got no accent anymore. No more accent. That makes me laugh. I know. Um, but anyways, a couple of great moments here. Ember Moon hit a springboard crossbody onto Sasha onto the ladder, yeah. which is a really, really great move. Sasha, of course, sells the crap out of it. She rolls out. There was a, this was the beginning of a segment where everybody was essentially doing a move on a ladder because mm-hmm. next Lana hit an X-Factor onto Ember Moon onto the ladder, and then yeah. Lana got power, body slammed onto a ladder by, mm-hmm. I want to say, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is pretty early on in the match, so you yeah. knew... Right from the start. It was getting crazy quick. They were letting them yeah. put on a show. Yeah. Um, later on, Natalia powerbombs Sasha into the ladder, which knocks Becky off. And that's when they had two ladders set up in the ring, I believe. For a while, they had one, a taller ladder set up next to a shorter ladder. And the shorter ladder was directly below the briefcase. And the taller ladder, of course, was a good foot and a half, you know, to the left, I guess. So they're just Closer to the camera. So you couldn't really get a good grip Until of the... Becky finally... Shuffled it over a little bit. Yeah. Um, great spot where Charlotte spears Ember Moon into a ladder. Just they were letting them just put on a show. Yeah, it felt like last year they were just saying, "All right, this is the first." I don't know if it's why, but because it's it the first one or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, let's just dial it back a little bit. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And this year there was none of that. Yeah. Like just show them what you could do. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, last year also, if you think about it, since last year. I mean, at least the 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 women who were in last year's, they got a second go round in that mm-hmm, second one, which, mm-hmm. if I recall, was a better match than the first one. Oh, it was, yeah, um, yeah. The first one, you know, even if you put aside the finish for a moment, it just was a kind of a ho hum match. Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, the second one on SmackDown, the two weeks later, or whatever, was better, and this was leaps and bounds yeah, better than no, either of them. It totally was. I think it really benefited from more people, more experience. And more stories because you had all sorts of great stuff. You had Charlotte and Sasha Banks at one point yeah, yeah, yeah. facing off. Well, there was that great face off between Charlotte and Becky at the top of the ladder. At the top of the ladder, that yeah, was exactly. Great. So there was a lot of great story stuff. And then even afterwards, um, once uh, Alexa won, so she ended up tipping the ladder over. Uh, Becky with falls. Becky off. and Charlotte. No, it's just Becky. At that oh, point. just Becky. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Alexa goes up, gets a briefcase, and wins. Um, Second year in a row, Becky is this close to winning that briefcase. I feel like she's got to be a lock for next year. You would think so. Because, like, the, the, Unless cam- that's her gimmick now. the camera stayed a little bit tighter on her mm-hmm. for her defeat face. Well, hold on. That's assuming they know what they're doing a year from now. Oh, they don't. No. no. They could change that Sunday morning next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that one. Yeah. No, it would make sense storyline-wise for her to win next year. Make all I the mean, sense in the world. Something, right? I mean, it's something for her to do. Oh yeah, she doesn't. She needs stuff to do. She does man. need She's something so to do. Good, and the crowd's so into her. Still. Yeah. Um. So next, after Alexa wins Women's Money in the Bank, we cut backstage with Kurt Angle and Paige. This Kurt, was great. Kurt Angle was 
uh, enthusiastic about a Raw superstar winning the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Yep. Um, and Paige's like, well, hold on, there's one more. I fully expect a SmackDown superstar to claim that briefcase for themselves. But then, hey. Well, hold on a second. Then Kurt says, uh, you know what? I really love dual brand pay-per-views. I think they're great. Oh, yeah. And he said, because I get to see a lot of my old friends from t- total nonstop action Samoa wrestling. Samoa Joe. Impact Zone. AJ Styles. Bob Roode. And Bob Roode. And they're interrupted by Constable Corbin, who says, hey. hey, Kurt, you better make sure Raw Superstar wins men's money in bank. You did it once. Now do it again. Like, what or control, do you not want to talk what control, to Stephanie? What control does Kurt Angle have over Kurt anybody? has no, he has zero control over and this. And Baron, as Constable, has, he could influence that match. Directly, if need be. I still don't think Baron Corbin understands what a constable's no, actual he needs to role start is. To do. He's got the vest. He needs the tin. Produce the tin. He needs the tin. On the tit. Yeah, he needs to put the badge on. I know where it goes. He needs to. He needs the badge. Yeah, man. He's got so, everything else. I got fifty cent, five dollar prize and soap. Oh, and then Paige brought up uh, Baron's humiliation last year when trying oh, to cash man. in the briefcase. She buried the crap out of him. It was and great. Kurt Angle couldn't stop laughing. And friggin' Baron had, like, cry face. It was awesome. Yeah, it was she fantastic. Said, you humiliated yourself. That was awesome. That was great. Hey. Hey. I'm going to go cry now. Anyways, next up. Um, next up, it was great because Luchando showed up. Yeah. And he, was, he came to the live stream. With three Frito burritos. Yeah, so we were we were for each of us. we were eating Frito burritos and and having a quality laugh with Luchando uh-huh. during this match. Yeah, um, and the crowd in Chicago seemed just as involved in this match as we were with it, which is to say, barely at all. They did the wave. Yeah, um, they. I believe within the first five minutes they were chanting, "This is boring." I'm pretty sure there were some Phil Brooks chants. Mm-hmm. Um, there was at least one that I recall. There was at least one. Um, so there was all sorts of stuff I did. I actually turned up the volume and cut, you know, cut my hands over my ears so I could hear in the, in the earbuds, um, the level of booze yeah. that Roman Reigns got. Yeah. It was high. It was a yeah. high level of booze. Yeah. In terms of uh, ratio or percentage of audience members booing versus cheering, it was in the nineties booing. Yeah. And in, you know, less than you know, like 10% or lower cheering well it yeah no like. it was like it was like eight percent yeah 90 uh, booing eight percent uh disinterested and two percent whatever sound that is and two percent let that be no sound yeah well there you go yeah no sound. or chewing or something so i was able to audibly figure drinking out that eight percent of people were yeah, chewing texting on their phone exactly random conversations yeah um people walking to merchandise stand or bathroom or or to get some food mm-hmm. yes, yeah all those things anyways the only high points about this match had to do with sunil singh yeah who introduced jinder mahal he came out he was in a wheelchair um his arm was in a sling in a very pained manner he introduced jinder who was wearing some amazing powder oh, blue can't go wrong with and powder blue can't go wrong with trunks. powder blue he looked like a million bucks he always does he was really slumming it in this match um, cause you know, you got to come down to the Roman reigns level. No. Oh. Um, but it was just, it was so typical. Like I said, the only fun stuff about this was Sunil seeing, of course, at one point he leaps out of his wheelchair while the ref wasn't looking, throws Roman reigns into, into the, the ring, ring post, post yeah. gets back in his wheelchair and starts acting like he's still, you know, messed up. And later on he tries to do the same thing. He's Superman punch. Yeah. Yeah. And falls back into his wheelchair and knocks it over. Right. Um, the finish saw Jinder go for... It doesn't matter. Roman won with a spear, man. Oh. 
A couple yeah. times, Jinder tried to go for the claws. It didn't work yeah. out. I'm trying to remember what that finish was, though. But it didn't matter. Roman ducked something and hit the spear. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I always have hope, man. I always have hope. Because I'm pretty sure Reigns is not top guy anymore. I'm I'm almost positive. I know. See it and believe it. But Until someone else other than Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns I holds know. that universal title, I'm pessimistic. I am, I am fairly certain. I am fairly certain that Braun is the new top guy. Uh, next up, we had Asuka, Asuka versus Carmella, um, which saw the return of James Ellsworth. Even before that, though, Carmella was putting... F- this, might, this was the best Carmella match. This was her best been. match, yeah. She busted out a suicide dive. She was at... I mean, she stepped in the ring. She acting like she wasn't afraid of Asuka. She was laughing yeah. at her, you know, moonwalking all over the place. It wasn't until she, uh, uh, you know, ate a couple kicks that she tried to grab her title and get out of there. Asuka stopped all that. Oh, man, with a nasty slide on the apron. Slide yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. Baseball slide kick And then the there was apron. some decent back and forth, and Asuka had the upper hand, and we cut to a wide shot, and there's someone in Asuka's robe and mask on the apron. And Asuka's... Freaking out a little bit. Looking at, at looking at this individual, like what what is going on here? I don't understand mm-hmm. it. Um, even Carmella is, is is selling. WTF is going on? He weirded out. Yeah. Uh, back to mystery individual in Oscar's gear. He sorry spoiler removes mask. Yeah, it's James Ellsworth. Now, yeah. And then he does this right to Oscar. Oh, and they had the perfect close up on his weird face. It was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, Asuka then ate a super kick. Uh, Carmella got the pin one, two, three. So she retains. Her and Ellsworth go celebrating up the ramp. Mm-hmm. It was great to see that little reunion happen. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun to see them on Smack. Look, I know I know a lot of people are not into Carmella. They find her antics grating. I feel, I say that. And I I've, totally get it's that. It's a testament to the, the, the excellent job she's doing. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people just don't like her grading voice. I get that. <laughs> but but I personally think it's hilarious. Yeah, same here. Because she has like this, she has this like sort of way of like on the tail end of her screaming or something. She'll like laugh with it. I don't know. It just makes me laugh. I personally find it kind of. I just, I just, I just appreciate the confidence with which she's, she's performing at this point. She's yeah. completely embodying her character, and there's, yeah. there's zero hesitation in her performance yeah. at any point. Yeah. And uh, you know, considering that she doesn't have as much experience as a lot of mm-hmm. other talents, and you know, we see people that have been wrestling for years mm-hmm. who, on a, a, a character performance level, not entering, but in terms of character performance, still haven't reached that level of confidence yeah. in their performance. And it's pretty impressive to see yeah. her in such a short amount of time really get to that level. And her wrestling is coming along. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's obvious that she has been, you know, working. She did, she like had a suicide dive in this match that was actually pretty good. Yeah. I was like, man, if I tried to do that, I would probably, you know, die. So yeah. that was good. I mean, she's, she's probably one of the best talkers in the company right now. She's so good on the mic. I would probably not say that you wouldn't say she's one of the top 10 talkers in the company in the company and on the main roster on main roster in the women's division across both rosters i'd put her top 10 in the women's division in the women's in just division. the women's division just the women's division she, i think she's easily the best talker in the women's division right now i don't think that's true who's who's better alexa bliss is still better I don't know. That's a toss up for me. Really good yeah, Becky's really good. Alexa's Becky's really good. good. I just feel like the confidence with which Carmella's operating right now. It's good. I'm not saying she's bad. I think she's great right now. It's not going to leap to that. Uh, next up was Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Last man standing. 
This is by far, by far, yeah, their best match. Textbook definition of battle of attrition. Match NWD. Yes, yeah, battle of attrition. Yeah, they gave it according to Wikipedia. Granted, this is right after the show, and as we learned with Dominion, the Times right after the show might not be completely accurate. But according to that, the Times on there half hour. Yeah, they gave this match, which was great because, uh, you know, giving it that amount of time. They had to really wear each other down to get to the point where someone can enter the standing 10 count. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't one of those last man standing matches that took 12 minutes mm-hmm. and the song got beat to such a degree they couldn't stand up after 10 seconds. Yeah. And they were really destroying each other. Um, as evidenced by AJ after the match, he had some blood and scrapes all over him. Really beat to heck. Um, and of course, a low blow or two came into play. Um, at one point... Uh, Styles goes for a Styles clash. Nakamura evades, goes for a low blow. Styles says, uh-uh, yeah. gets out of the way. Didn't hit it. Um, there's this great spot where uh, Nakamura puts uh, AJ on the announce table, like closest to the, as you like to put it, the ring keeper area. The ring keeper area. And then Nakamura cleared all the, the tops off the other tables and then ran from the furthest table all the way across the other ones to give uh, AJ Kinshasa and I kind of feel like Nakamura got the worst of that because when he landed on the edge of the table... It looked nasty. It looked like a sick bump. Yeah, it looked nasty. Um, got to nine. Got a nine count on that. Yeah. And this is after probably like 15, 20 minutes of them already working each other over really good. Um, I think it was after that, yeah, Nakamura uh, throws Styles through table. Um, oh, that was in the ring. He brought the table into the ring. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah he propped it up in the corner and threw him through it after that, suplexing yeah. him on the edge of it. Yeah, ribs first. Um, after that, he tried to go for a, a knee to face, but instead his knee caught. Oh well, no, it's the corner knee thing where he has AJ kind of draped over the the turnbuckle because Nakamura exposed top turnbuckle. Mm-hmm, yeah, but not knee to face. It's knee yeah. to midsection. Oh, okay. Well, and then AJ got out of the his way. Knee hit the turnbuckle. Yes. And then uh, AJ working over that leg puts him in the calf crusher. Um, AJ produces a chair starts beating on uh, Nakamura with it Nakamura responds with a low blow first low blow of the match um, Styles gets up Nakamura hits a Kinshasa not enough to keep AJ down um, uh, Nakamura hits phenomenal forearm off the announce table and then uh, uh, Styles clash off the ring steps Nakamura gets up at like nine and three quarters. It was insane. Um, and then Nakamura kind of gets himself up, says, come on. AJ says, all right, kicks him square in the front area with some, with some mustard on it too. Um, after that, AJ gets back in the ring, phenomenal forearm to uh, Nakamura on the outside through the announce table. Nakamura does not get up in time. AJ Styles retains Kind of surprising. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's surprising. No, I think we all kind of assumed that after this feud that Nakamura would pick up the win at the conclusion of it, but this is definitely has a feeling of blow-off, um, unless they're going to do something else at Extreme Rules. I could see this somehow going to Extreme Rules. I mean, we figured, I don't know, like how many times have we been like, yeah, it's got to be it, it's got to be it, and then they just keep on going. Um I mean, it doesn't, t- these days it doesn't take much. I could see this. Uh, 
I don't know. I'd like to see this go to I Quit because I think it's a completely different type of match. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still do a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. But I think like somebody acknowledging that, okay, I'm done, I'm done. is probably the best way to go. Oh, but yeah. even with that, man, AJ, he's not going to be able to. They're not going to have him lose that. No. So I don't know. I mean. <sighs> well, here's the other issue. And maybe it's not so much an issue because it's back-to-back pay-per-views and not the following day because we heard that. Uh, initially, Ciampa Gargano was going to be a last man standing match. Mm-hmm. But then once this match, Nakamura Styles, was made that, and they changed the stipulation. And I get the feeling the Gargano-Ciampa match, the rubber match at Brooklyn SummerSlam weekend, that's, my gut tells me that's going to be an I Quit match. Yeah, that could be too. So I don't know if they want to have this you know, this feud continue with I Quit match when the other hot feud in NXT it could It could easily end, but like the story of this feud has been Nakamura getting goading AJ into doing this stuff. So like for them just to drop it at this point, I mean, yeah, they could, but for them just to drop it, I mean, I could easily say AJ, I could easily see Nakamura goading AJ into one more round or even two more rounds mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it, we've gone all this way. I, I think it'd be great if they took it all the way to SummerSlamming, especially because here's the thing. Each match they've done has been progressively oh, better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, each time they've, you know, when there's been, so they did the Mania match and it was like, okay, well, that was whatever, but it had that, oh my God moment with the heel turn. And then after that, the Greatest Rumble was kind of a whatever match. And then after that, Backlash um, was decent. Backlash was a better match than the one before that. Which had the double front area kick for the finish. Right, exactly. And then this this was even better than that. So, well, they had their match too on SmackDown that Nakamura won to pick pick the stipulation. That was better than the previous match. Yeah. And so I could see them. I could see them taking this all the way to to SummerSlam. I mean, I don't know if they're going to, but I could see them doing that. Um, so yeah, yeah. I I have a thought as to why Nakamura didn't pick it up, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. Uh, after that, Ronda Rousey versus. Uh, I want to see how things play out. I'll put it that way. Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax was next. Surprisingly, this was not the uh, the main event, but I guess that it, I guess it kind of makes sense because. The main event saw a face win. <laughs> had well, people, like, people like cash-ins, too. They could have main evented with the cash-in. Um, yeah, and people like this cash-in. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm mean, kind of surprising. I mean, it's, I don't know. It, you have to wonder in terms of... They telegraph, kind of, a Raw guy winning Money in the Bank by having the WWE Championship match prior to the Money in the Bank match. You know what I mean? And I'm not sure if that's storyline or not storyline. I mean, obviously, it's not story. There, I, I like to think there's some kayfabe reason for the order of the matches. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But it's like, you said this perfectly. Last Man Standing is the perfect match for a cash-in. Well, we saw the Last Man Standing match, and it happened before the Money in the Bank match. So mm-hmm. if the Miz went over at Money in the Bank, it would have been nice if he had an opportunity to cash in. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know, going into it, and then plus I looked at the betting odds right before the match. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. And I was like, man. And they sw- they swung in the correct direction? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. And that's when I realized, okay, they're going all in on Braun. That's what they're doing. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. Had, I, was, I was kind of uh, worried about this match. Mm-hmm. But holy crap. Ronda sold. She took bumps, sick bumps, and I, sold and sold and sold. I, I will almost guarantee that between the WrestleMania match, which I think, so granted, that was a very gimmicky match. It was like super overbooked. But I will guarantee that 
I'll say the complexity of that match because there's a lot of stuff going there's on. There's a lot going on, yeah. And her seeming ability to roll with everything and and do it with confidence in that match. And plus, I would assume what they've seen from her at the Performance Center um, gave them the confidence to put her in the singles match mm -hmm. because she was really good. Mm -hmm. And it was an odd fit her and Nia Jax like they actually fit well together mm -hmm. because you got Nia Jax sort of the slow moving powerhouse and you have Ronda Rousey sort of this but she was getting ragdoll yeah. like nasty yeah I thought it was fantastic I thought it was really really good it was really it was, it was really effective and, and Ronda did a great job of selling Nia's power um there's a spot where pretty early on Ronda was was going for the arm bar couldn't get it kind of transitioned to a triangle um, and Nia Jax picked her up for, and did a sit-down powerbomb on her. But there was, man, that's some force behind it. And then there was the bit where she kept on, like, raising her up and slamming her down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And throwing her down and raising her up. She did it, like, three or four well, times. Well, even when Ronda was selling the effects of the powerbomb, she got up and stumbled out of the ring. Looked like she basically landed on her head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ronda ate a Samoan drop and kicked out of that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the one where she got her off the ropes and... Left her up. That looked like it could have been scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, eventually, Rhonda got uh, Naya in like arm bar position. She got so she had control of the arm, and and Naya was on the ground saying, "No, no, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't mm -hmm. do it." And right is uh, Rhonda's about to lean. Well, back. Well, there was a great moment before then when Naya Jax was she was clasping, and it was actually look. Give credit where credits due. The camera work was really good because it was a slow zoom on the hand as finger by finger mm -hmm. it was releasing, and then boom, it came up. And then, yeah, she looked at her and she's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. As she was about to, you know, crank that arm. Alexa Bliss comes up from behind, whacks her in the head with a briefcase, starts laying into both of them with a briefcase. Um, hands throws, throws Rhonda into the ring post. Mm -hmm. And then she the great thing about it was she kept on teasing to John Cohen. He's like, do you want to do do you want to do it? And she'd be like, yeah, hold on. And then she goes back, tosses Rhonda over the announce table. Mm -hmm. So she's out, out, out. Gets back in, hits Nia a couple more times with the briefcase yeah, on the arm. she was swinging around like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then she cashes in. Um, Nia tries to go for something. Uh, Alexa Bliss hits her, I think, with a DDT. DDT uh, uh, does something with the arm, hits Twisted Bliss, picks up the win. New Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun to see. That was really great. Um, I mean, I like that they have the opportunity now to have... To have their cake and eat it too. You can have somebody carry money in the bank throughout the year, mm -hmm. and you can have the cash into the same show. Yeah, you know. Like so last be, year was not the way you do it. I wouldn't be surprised if we get Nia Alexa Extreme Rules. So Nia gets her rematch, and then Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. That sounds right. That sounds right. I mean, I'm not sure storyline how they're going to keep Ronda out, but I guess yeah, I guess it's the rematch, huh? Yeah, I guess it's the rematch, yeah. and then Ronda will get into the SummerSlam. I'd like I I'd, I'd hope that the SummerSlam match is a triple threat. I think that would actually help all participants, but especially Ronda, who evidently can totally handle herself. These yeah, days. yeah, yeah. But still, I think Nia, given that I mean this title run has been short, but I think it's been effective. You know, I mean it hasn't all been you know roses and everything, but in terms of okay, Nia Jax now can claim she is a former Raw Women's yeah, Champion. Yeah. That's big. Um, she carries herself very, very well. Yeah. Um, and her showing against Ronda, granted, she was about to lose, 
but it was fairly dominant, you know, with the yeah, exception yeah, yeah. of her about to tap out. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I like I like that as a. I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. Nia's a Nia's a fairly big name. Mm-hmm. I think that her and Alexa Bliss are kind of on the same level, and then put them both in there with Ronda. I think there'd be a lot of fun stuff there, especially since like Nia, you're not exactly sure where she falls on the whole heel face. <laughs> yeah, spectrum, it's, it's you know? really confusing right now. So I don't know. I think that could be good. <clears throat> yeah, that brings us to our main event, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, they save the New Day's entrance for last to keep the uh, the anticipation high. So they all walk out top of the ramp, um, and then uh, Big E says, "You know, I got this." Starts to take his vest off. He stops. Um, Xavier Woods is next. He starts to walk out. Takes his shirt off, and uh, on his chest it says Kofi. Kofi is the choice. Kofi is in the match. That was good. That was great. They said it was Kofi Kingston seventh made the bank ladder match. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. They so, went for experience. Yeah. And guy who can do a lot of cool jumpy yeah. flippy things on ladders. So yeah. That was good. Um uh, pretty early on, I mean when you hear the bell ring, everybody yeah. attacks Braun. Yeah. But then the Miz and Finn Balor go to the opposite corner and start fighting each other. <laughs> rather than fight Braun. Yeah, this, um, is, this is like a ton of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun because by and large, everybody was, uh, to varying points, unified in trying to get Braun out of the match to increase mm-hmm. their own odds yeah. of going up and claiming that briefcase. There's a point where um, they chase Braun up the, the top of the ramp. Everybody's hitting him with the ladders, and they just bury him under mm-hmm. 10 ladders or so. Yeah. Um, back into the ring, The Miz has uh, broken apart from the rest of the group. He starts going up for that briefcase. Mm-hmm. Miz was kind of being the opportunist this entire match, just trying to find ways he can get involved, get up at that briefcase without actually taking a whole lot of damage. Um, anyways, he goes with the briefcase. Joe gets in the ring before he can get it and knocks the ladder over. Um, there's this great spot where uh, Finn is up by the ladder pile um, atop Braun, tries to grab a ladder, Braun pushes a ladder aside, revealing his face, sticks his hand out, grabs that ladder, and then just starts decimating, <clears throat> excuse me, decimating everybody. Um, Kevin Owens sets up a spot uh, where uh, Braun's, thanks with the help of Joe and Rusev, mm-hmm. sets Braun up on a table. Um, Owens climbs to the top of the ladder if he's going to do a frog splash. <laughs> Joe said, get your ass up I there. know, it was great. Um, Braun breaks free. Uh, climbs to the opposite side of the ladder, throws Kevin Owens off through a table. It was like a 15-foot ladder. Um, and then Braun climbs down, runs towards the ring, throws a couple punches. Uh, Bob Roode and Finn Balor try to ram into him with the ladder. He breaks that ladder in half. That was the that, For me personally, that was the... It was like he just won a race it was going one the, through the... one of the best the, spots. The ticker tape. Oh, that's when I, uh, I knew, okay, Braun's win this match. Kevin, Kevin, yeah, because that was, I kind of wish the entire match was just that. Like, everybody approaches him, and he just runs through them and grabs mm-hmm. the briefcase, but it was so much fun. That that moment was absolutely fantastic. That moment, Kevin Owens coming all the way, to being thrown off onto the table by Braun was, man, that was killer. But yeah, running through the ladder, running through the ladder, mm-hmm. and then Miz, the look on Miz's face. Oh, that was great. That was good direction. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, it's easy to crap on. You know what I haven't noticed lately now that I think about it? Mm. The one thing that people crap all over TV direction for is the zoom action. I haven't noticed that. There was a little, it wasn't so much zooming, but there's a lot of the shaky handheld stuff beginning in this match. 
Yeah. I noticed. Th- I, that bothers me so much less than do this, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or however they do. I don't know how they do it. But um, they probably got the wheel on the side. Yeah, I think they have the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Rather than having to hold the lens. Yeah. Yeah, they do that so much less these days, I, mm-hmm. I feel like. Anyways, mm-hmm. I think I would notice. Um, also, somewhere in there, Finn Balor hit a coup de gras. Which we have to remember. I mentioned this during the live stream. We have to remember that for next year. You can have your Money in the Bank moment on Raw. And then the following Money in the Bank have a similar moment have at the a show. Moment, exactly. But you still won't win, it seems. Braun didn't touch the briefcase prior. He just won everything. He just won everything. And he kicked out of three finishers. Mm-hmm. We nice. thought, I kind of thought that was going to be his moment. No, I okay. So here's my thing. Now, so yeah, Braun throws Kofi from like way up at the ladder. Yeah, so it's it's Braun yeah. climbs up the ladder. Finn's on the other side. Kofi springboards onto Braun's back as he's scaling up the Which ladder. Great, yeah. So kind of both Kofi and Braun are fighting Finn off the one side. Finn falls. Um, Braun grabs Kofi by the arm, tosses him off, uh-huh. and then scales the last two rungs. Gets the gets the briefcase for himself. Yeah. Um. It has like a really funny smile. But uh, no, man, I kind of just, so Braun was, Braun was my gut choice um, to win this, but I didn't run with him. I ran with the Miz instead um, because I thought like a Miz cash in would be, would be something. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I think that, I feel like the decision may have been made, man. I think he's going to show up on Raw. Because he's been saying the entire time, I'm getting that briefcase. And Braun, he's not going to be a cash-in opportunist. Mm-hmm. There's that, there's no reason for that. Mm-mm. So what other thing is there for him to do besides... It's just to declare. I'm going to declare Brock Lesnar me SummerSlam. Somebody will challenge Braun in the interim. At Extreme Rules. May, I mean... Roman can say, well, I'm the uncrowned universal champion based on what happens at Royal Rumble. So if you want a piece of Brock, you have to go through me. This mm-hmm. is my yard. Yeah, I know. They could say something stupid like that, but it's like Braun's like, well, I have briefcase. So yeah, no. I, don't, I don't have to do that. No, you lost a million times. So no. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of interesting what Braun ends up doing at Extreme Rules. It's not going to be like, you know, Brock, obviously. No. That's going to be for SummerSlam. But uh, what if they do this? And it would be lame, but it'd be great for Braun. What if they say, Braun says, I want Brock main event of WrestleMania? Um, it means Brock basically no shows the entire stretch between SummerSlam and Mania. However, should I start? Yeah, should we start saying, I'll believe Brock will defend, defend his, his SummerSlam when the contract is signed? When I see it. Because as great it would be for Braun to declare in advance SummerSlam, it's not WrestleMania. It's not the main event at WrestleMania winning the Universal Championship. Yeah, but they're trying to make SummerSlam to be no, WrestleMania B. But you know, there's only one WrestleMania. I'm not of, saying I want it because I don't want the Universal your, Champion yeah, no. off TV for basically an entire year. No, I think you care much more about declaring for WrestleMania than I just anybody want someone else. To, I just want someone to do it, and I want to see it happen. I think it'd be cool. I just think that there's so much time between June and the following April. Oh, I know. <laughs> You know, this situation is not ideal to to, to do that. It really isn't. Given a different situation, I think they could do some. If the person, if the line. person that was doing it, I'll put it this way: if the person that was doing that teased, like you know, maybe tr- tried to cash in a couple times and was like, "Oh no, 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 no," and then eventually they get to around November and then was like, 
screw it. I can't find a good opportunity. Might as well be in the main event if it's that kind of situation. As opposed know. to you're in June. I'm cashing this in in April. I'm going to be on vacation till then. <laughs> you know? It's a good storyline. Not going to happen. Well, what's the difference between G1, G1's end of August or mid August, end of August, and Wrestle So it's like four months. Yeah, it's quite a bit different, but there's still a pretty significant. Closer to like, yeah, Rumble to, yeah. Yeah, Rumble Mini gets three months. Two and a half. Two and a half. Late January to early April. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. And plus, like the rumble, the rumble win is more closely associated with the mania. mania well, they keep so. saying, "Well, main event WrestleMania it hasn't happened." They never in years. do. They Happen, never do. Happened in years. Yeah. So, anyways, do you um, want to go over predictions real fast? Uh, I'm assuming I lost because of my stupid cash. Well, here's the thing: confidence points. Ronda Rousey did win. We both picked Rousey, but she won by disqualification. Oh, okay. So, if you take that out, then uh, I can't remember exactly under what. Uh, Context. I said R- Rousey was going to win, whether she was going to win the match or what, or was she going to win the title. I don't remember. But if we assume, take that into account, we both get those points. Then I get predictions. Oh wow! If we don't, then you get predictions. Oh, so it came down to how many points? Like three points? Then? Um, me winning by one. Oh wow! But if we take the Rousey thing out of the equation, then you win by two. So it's close, close either way. Well, it's not like they threw out the match. I just don't remember the, like I don't think either of us were enthusiastically saying Ronda Rousey is going to be the new Raw Women's Champion. Okay, so I will be no, I will be completely honest. I will be completely honest. In my head, I'll I'll give this to you. I have no problem with that. In my head, I felt like it was like okay, they're just gonna they're just gonna go with Ronda. Like she's gonna hold the title, mm-hmm. and Alexa Bliss is gonna win, and she's gonna ha- hold that over Ronda Rousey's head, and I don't know. So no, I figure I'm fine with that. I lost by one point. I'm right. cool with that. Right. Were there any prop bets that we could have had? You got uh, two of the three. Nice. You got successful cash in, and you said, yes, Ellsworth will be there. Nice. The only one that you didn't get, the same one I didn't get, which was what would be a main event. Oh, oh, what I, oh AJ, you said Nakamura. AJ and Nakamura. And I said yeah, Rossi man, that makes all the sense in the world. They should have had both the ladder matches before the title matches. I know. I know. Intrigue. Yeah, intrigue. Anyways. All right. So, anyways, that's the show. Yeah, that was Money in the Bank. Good Thanks show. Thanks for tuning in. No, it was, a lot, it was actually a lot of fun. And thanks for everybody who showed up for the live stream. That was yes. a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll be back tomorrow. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, crap. Hold on. I got to hit the stop recording. There we go. I can do it now. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.